Good morning and welcome to episode God knows what of the Estate Agents podcast. We are joined this morning by Mr. Positivity, the world's most renowned radiator, Mr. Neil Thank Miller. You. Good morning. What? What? <laughs> he wasn't talking about you, Mr. Brown. He was talking about, he was talking, I paid him to say all of that, right? So thank you very much, Mr. Oakman. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Really appreciate Excellent. that, Dave. I've lost, my I've, I've lost my title. <laughs> and, and obviously, best friend, Stephen Brown. Thanks. How are you? <laughs> wow. Well, like well, I, 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 was fe I was feeling amazing this morning because I've been up. I've got my bagels for Sunday. Nice. I've done 35 minutes of litter picking. So I've got a bag for, for a litter. Um, and now I've got to talk to an Arsenal fan and a Spurs fan. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Guys, I do feel slightly outnumbered here today. Oh, we've got some horror. Who's got the feedback? Is that me? I don't know. There's feedback coming in from... Oh, that's better. So sorry to everybody that we just deafened. Yeah, I feel a little bit outnumbered today, but I can say to you guys, we are top of the league. Say, we are top of the league. I don't know, actually. What was the West Ham Newcastle score? Because I was asleep. 1-0. West, West, 2-0. West Ham lost. 2-0. Oh, that's a shame. That's a good start to a season. Oh, oh, oh. Biggest club in the world. <laughs> <laughs> They are. But here's an interesting fact talking about litter. So last week I joined um, joined up with a Mill Hill litter pick, um, which was great. There was 20 people there, I think, um, picking up litter. And they managed to get an ice cream van um, in as well. And they gave free ice creams to everybody involved in the litter pick, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. And I did a little Facebook Live. Um, and what was fascinating was that's been picked up by 3,000 people um, in, the, in the local community. So my question to all two of you watching today and anybody, and anybody on replay is um, what are you doing in your community? I mean, you know, not only would you, if you get involved, and Sasha and Scott are amazing doing this, and I know Jerry Lyons put out a really good post um, last week. I think um, all his clients sent out um, about rubbish. Um, you know, what are you doing in your community to um, not only help, but wow, does that get your name out there to a wide amount of people very, very quickly? Um, and it's great. And there was a kid who um, jumped in my video to say he had found a, he had found a fiver. So he was absolutely delighted. Um, but it's incredible. No. And you know what was nice? He's going to give it to charity. And he said, you know what? I found it. I want to find a charity to give it to. So did he, give it to did he give it to Andy? Well, yeah. I mean, he's got a big. He's a big charity case, isn't he? So, obviously, hey, I've, I've been living on. I've been living on furloughed wages for six months. Come on, guys! I am now officially a registered charity. <laughs> We're laughing. Well done. Well so, done. Stephen, we. I can now break the news. What news is that, Andy? I now, after eleven years, um leaving my current employers on the 30th of September and I'm free from the 1st of October to move on in my professional career with the support and 
guidance of yourself and several others, um, including Neil, who's been fantastic on my walks in the mornings with the uh, with the positivity. So um, can't mention what's afoot, but there are lots of plans afoot at the moment. And uh, watch this space. But um, yes, I want so to congratulate you, Andy. We've had this conversation already. Yeah. Being someone who ran a business for 28 years or 27 years and decided to get out of it because it was killing me and my family mm -hmm. um, and going out and doing everything. I was doing it for myself before, but I'm, I'm doing it for number one at the moment. Well, for the last two and a half years. So whatever you need, even if it's just a conversation, an oh shit conversation or uh, I've got a little bit of a stumbling block. That's where fellow business, business owners fall down, in my opinion. Um, I don't know what, what what you're all about. I mean, they're too busy holding the cards. It's not a game of poker, you know. And I, I see it a lot in your in in especially people ask me why 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 I look at what's going on in the EA world. You guys are the front line. You were the first people thrown in. Yes. Yeah, so best practice shared has got to be it, it. It has to be the only way forward. And those who don't want to share best practice, they're like the assholes. You know, I at school i cheated quite a lot right and i was always cheating with the person next to me i sat next to the best person and they never let me see what they were writing down what's that all about hey <laughs> we should be sharing best practice <laughs> andrew seriously i know you're a dirty gooner and, and i know we joke aside all the time but um you should be so proud of yourself you really really should for taking this step you know what it's scary it's scary oh, mate. oh yeah but, oh yeah <laughs> but sitting there and doing absolutely nothing scary so massive massive props for you andrew massive props mate well you know what the the the, the big thing for me um and i dare say probably a lot of other people in my position is that i was paid a a, a, a good salary um and coming away from from that salary and knowing that you're going to have to invest in yourself and work for less for a period of time um, is, is scary, particularly when you've got two kids and you know you get used to what you want to do. So, you know, f for me, um, it, 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 it was it was a challenge. But then furlough came and COVID came, and you know I, I've I've been sat there on two and a half grand a month pre-tax or 1900 quid um a month after tax for six months and uh, prove to ourselves that you, you you can do it so um yeah looking so, forward let's, to it. so let's give everybody give andy overman loads of kisses and loads of love and shares and tag him and everything hearts come on let's give him some loving it's amazing yeah. what he's done are there any people, um, are there any people Mitzi, they say? Here we go. David so Mintz, thanks very Neil. much for joining us. Who invited Mincy? Who invited him along? I'll get him on. Hold on. I'll send him a text. I'll send him the link. We can get Mincy on. Morning, Michelle Gallagher and Kevin. Oh, Ellison. we're joined, we're joined with the queen nice. of content, the king of new homes, Kevin Ellis. We are not Thank worthy. Thank you for joining us. We, we king are of not Manchester. Worthy. Where's Rowley? <laughs> At the pub at EastEnders, I think. There we go. <laughs> let's uh, let's see if we can intrude on some people's mornings. So, uh, Kevin Ellis. Yeah, let's oh, get right. everybody, everybody who says hello. Come on, let's have a chat. See what's going Come on in the estate on. agency world. 
We've got Kevin Ellis, we've got Michelle Gallagher, and we have got David Mintz. You've all just been sent links to this broadcast via WhatsApp. Check your phones. Come and, on. Uh, Come on. If let's you get you on. Enough, get yourself on here on a Sunday morning. Come on. Get your, this is, you'll be, can we roast whoever comes on? Is that all right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. As, long, as long as it's not a spit roast, it's not that kind of show. <laughs> Right. Can I just bring this back? Can I just bring this back to estate agency? Um, who have we got? Hey, and Luke as well. So, Luke, nice to see you. Where are you, where are you today? I'm at Judge Meadow Community College doing a Matterport scan of the school so that they can use it for their open evenings and to show parents what they've done to keep their children safe nice fantastic that's, that's brilliant. brilliant mate superb community work i don't know whether this show is about to go x-rated but michelle gallagher's just said you're sat on my dressing table and i'm not dressed now that that oh. that that's that, that certainly formed part of my nighttime dream ritual last night michelle but i'm not quite sure where we are now <laughs> hope you hope hope you and john are well so let's let's try and bring this back to agency and um so how's your week been? What's what's everybody in? Do you know, it feels like months. It, well, it is. It's been months since I joined you. I was away and then had issues with my broadband. Um, so what's everybody been up to? Only one Kevin Ellis. There's Ooh. only one Kevin no, Ellis. No, 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 no. Morning, no. Sharon. How are you? Thanks for joining us. A massive problem. Mr. Ellis, get that top off. It's the wrong colour. What are you doing? Absolutely the right colour. We are top of the league. <laughs> wrong colour. I know it's the wrong colour. It is the wrong colour. That's why I was scared coming on here. So let, let's 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 crack crack on with Kevin then. Kevin, how's your week been? I read in the industry news that you've just landed a massive, oh massive, massive deal for your clients. We've which won is it. a huge win. Massive win. Biggest win since we started. So you're journey Andy of going out on your own or whatever you'll when you feel it honestly mate you'll realize why you're doing it buzz, Kevin. Huh? buzz. oh hell of a buzz it's not even about the money it's no, not about no. the money totally no. 100%. Not. It, it's it's do you know what when i used to do all the quoting and do all the jobs it wasn't about the money it was just about yeah. they've chosen us yeah, that's yeah. like, I'm and, and then it's about the money, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Kevin. I saw yeah. it as well, mate. I did make a, um, I did yeah, make a, yeah, really good. So, getting... Kevin, we're, we're, we're really well, mate, but please explain, you know, this is the Estate yeah. Agents podcast. You are so heavily linked into Estate Agency. Uh, it's almost like we're intertwined. Yeah. Um, so, please, what, uh, yeah, give it to us. What, what yeah. happened? What happened? Um, this is really interesting, actually. It's a, it's a site for over 2,000 units. Um, it will last for 10 to 15 years. Um, and this all started, this is a really funny story, this all started by an agent going out and valuing and doing a really, really great job for the guy that's got appointed to actually handle the whole project. No way. And he's, awesome. And, yeah. It all started from that. And then what it spiralled really quickly and uh he said what this project was that he was getting involved in of course the agent then said oh, shit don't quite know what to do so we sort of worked behind the scenes for them so it made them look really good and then they sort of um brought us into the equation and yeah we over the last sort of three four five months we've been working really close behind the scenes and it 
And it came good. They, they, believed in, they believed in the agent, loved the service. But that all started from that first valuation and how that, it's really interesting, the, the vendor's wife is a barrister and apparently she's really, really hard work. And um, he won her over. Mate, that's yeah. awesome. And doesn't it just go to demonstrate that those simple conversations lead to other conversations and opportunities? I think the key here is that no one knows the person that walks through that door. You don't know whether they're absolutely dripping in cash, they're a decision maker, whatever. And don't ever judge a book by its cover because this guy was the real deal. So, uh, so just Kevin, just you know, without putting you two on the spot, and if you can't say, please don't or or, yeah. or, or avoid answering. Um, but let, let's just break it down: two thousand units over ten years. What's yeah. the average house price in that area? Uh, 275 280 we say 275 times 2000 units what's the average what's the average fee in the area uh we're getting 1.75 times 1.75 percent so you've just essentially earned 9.625 million pounds worth of deals for your client over the next 10 years yeah it it doesn't quite break down like that because there's affordable housing in there so we're going yeah. to be selling affordable housing and then dealing with all the rentals. So it's not quite, well, it's pretty, it's still bloody good, but um, it's more about, I think there's about 500 letting properties which are going to the agents managed stock under PRF, wow. plus the shared ownership. So the intrinsic value yeah. over their exit, they were working on a five-year exit plan anyway. And this is now just, well, they'll probably go on longer because the values have gone through the roof. Absolutely. So I've got a really interesting story. When I started agency in 1993, I was first allowed on in 1994. Well, yes, Stephen, I'll come to you in a moment. In, in 1994, I was allowed was to start forgot, registering. I would have forgotten by then. No, you won't. Write it down. I was allowed to start registering applicants, and I was one of three negotiators, two established, and then there was the trainee, and I was still doing the admin. Anyway, this really scruffy bloke walked through the front door, and he had a scruffy, oily pair of jeans on, um, stunk of sweat, stunk of pig shit. Um, as you know, I'm up in Norfolk, and he had uh, rope tying up his jeans. And um, he came in and said he wanted to buy property, and the other two stuck with their heads down, weren't interested. I didn't get very many clients, obviously, because I was a trainee. So every client to me was valuable. And uh, I spent some time with him. Uh, showed him everything. This guy turned out to be one of the local farming fraternity that was about to embark on a 20 deal investment project. And when he rocked up, he said, well, I, he, he said, I didn't drive at the time. I didn't have my driving license. And he said, look, how many of these houses can I view? And it was something like six or seven houses he viewed with me the following day. And he said, I'll pick you up at 12 o'clock. Um, just make sure it's okay with your boss. So uh, 12 o'clock came. Anyway, he rocked up into his two year old Bentley at 12 o'clock, dressed quite nicely and um, ended up buying four houses with me uh, in the space of three weeks. So just goes to show you absolutely don't know who you're dealing with and you don't know whether they're absolutely dripping with cash. Stephen, let's bring you in. Okay, so one of the books I've been reading this week is something that you and I said mentioned, which was the um, four agreements. Brilliant. And, agree and agreement number three is don't make assumptions. Okay. Absolutely. Look at don't make assumptions and look at that you know kevin's gone in unbelievable fair play to you absolutely amazing yeah. so um 
Morning, James Clark. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Tony Ruby. Um, good win for Lincoln yesterday, I think. Last time I saw they were winning 2-0. Um, Sharon, um, over the years, I've always trained new starters to never, ever judge people and deal to deal with everyone as if they are king or queen. I sack people for making immediate judgments on clients, to be honest. Um, harsh, harsh work, harsh. Exceptional you know standards. We need Sharon on this show. It's a bit male orientated. Sharon, I'm going to post a link because I don't have your number. I'm going to post a link. Don't you get called a male? It's, it's, it's too. You've there been, we go. You've been called worse. <laughs> Listen, by this morning, you're damn right. Absolutely. Kevin, once again, congratulations, buddy. And it's absolutely right. You never know from from acorns. No, and I teach people, we do, I, 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 I'm into networking massively. And I'll ask a question, not being aloof in any shape or form, right? Do you know who my best friend is? Do you know who my parents' best friend is? Do you know who I'm connected to? Yeah, and you haven't got a clue. So the way that you treat me, you know, there's a lovely saying out there, don't treat people the way that you want to be treated. Treat them the way that they want to be treated, right? So that guy that walked in with the string around his, um, Bell, he probably wanted to see how you treated him. Whereas the other two sat there and, and just shied away because he stunk and, and, and he had Bobby Orange, which I call BO, right? You decided, no, come on, let's give the guy a chance. Damn right, absolutely. You, you haven't got a clue. You know, there, there are some people that are homeless that have been millionaires. Are you aware of that, guy? Yeah. Fact. Fact. <laughs> okay, well, you've all, you've all heard this story, I'm sure. Um, a scruffy-haired gentleman walks into an agency in central London, um, smells of booze, really scruffy, looks like a homeless man. Boris um, Johnson after his latest cabinet meeting. You were, ver <laughs> you, were, you, were very you were very close. Says, I'm looking to buy two flats for my kids. I've got a £3 million budget. They said, on your bike, don't believe you. Went across the road, bought two properties, came back in two months later, went up to the negotiator and said, um, just to let you know, I've paid £3 million for two properties. Do you know who I am? He said, no, my name's Bob Geldof and I bought them through my daughter's peaches and whatever the other name was. <laughs> Lesson <laughs> Study oh. your eighties music. <laughs> so Tell don't make it, don't make assumptions. I know I had the same thing at Green and Company. You know, somebody came in, didn't end up. Nobody would stand up. I went down, spoke to him, find out what he was looking for. Went out and showed him a property. He attended on the property the next day, million pound cash. You know, and they were the days. Yeah, they were the days. So, uh, <laughs> Let's. Um, let, 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 let's get Lukey in because I know, Luke, you, your time is limited with us this morning. You may have to dash off early. I just want to bring Lukey in and come back onto the community because, Luke, what you've done is no mean feat. Um, we speak regularly and exchange WhatsApps and such like out, out, outside of normal office hours. And you are not just subcontracting out, but you are personally going around every school in your area and doing a Matterport tour so that with COVID restrictions, the tutors and the school are able to do a virtual walk around for their new intakes from a point of view of mental health and reassurance to the young kids that were going back and also to um, for, for them to use onwards. What, what prompted you to do that, Luke? Because 
I have to tip my hat to you, mate. That is phenomenal. You finished at 10 o'clock last night and at nine o'clock you're back in. You, you, you haven't had a day off um, and, and you're not doing it. You know, you're not branding it all up yourself and, and, and you're not doing it for any other reason than, um, well, you're a kind-hearted soulmate and, and, and a pillar of the community. So just ex explain to people what you're doing and why. What we're well, give, Luke, give Luke loads of likes and hugs and hearts because that's phenomenal that he's doing. Let's see those likes and shares and hearts. Don't be shy. Well done, Luke. Amazing. Thank you. Um, Matt, I'd just say it is you operate in your community and it's part of giving back to your community um, and not forgetting that these schools, that potentially so someone in this school could be a future employee of ours. So you're giving that back into the community. Um, but also we like to, it's in our core area as well. So Evington, where we are today, is in our core area. And if we can help parents feel a bit more uh, at ease and Josh Fegan talks about it, be there for the moments that matter. So if you can be there for the moments that matter where they're worried about the child's future, the state of the education, if it reassures them to send their kid back to school, then then fantastic. And people will remember, will remember that thing. We're not doing it to get instant listings or anything like that. We're, this is our third school that we're doing it to. Um, we've offered it to any school that wants it in Leicester. They don't necessarily have to be in our area. So um, it's just something something we like to do. And as for why I'm doing it, I'm the only daft person that's willing to do it on a Sunday. Do you know what? I don't call that daft. No, I, I, I think that's it. Everything about you as a person and, and, and uh, as a pillar of the community. I'm wondering when I'm going to see the uh, initial CLLR pop up in front of your name and you're um, representing a, a, as a local councillor, Luke. I think he's banking on an OBE. I'm taking training and advice <laughs> guidance from David Mintz. After we secured a transfer. I've got to tell you. After we, uh, <laughs> Go on. This, this past week, I did what's, what's known in the industry as pulling a Luke Sinclair. And I did a video tour of a new dementia unit down at the old age home. Um, it's not been opened yet because they've not been able to get new people in there due to COVID. But they're starting to get the idea of this new unit across to families. And they need to be able to showcase it. So, yeah, we did one of our one of our video tours, which isn't quite what Luke's doing, but it's it's similar. Um, and yeah, I felt like a right little do-gooder. And Luke, you're right. Can we just clarify? It's an amazing feeling to be a good person. David, can we just clarify <laughs> for the audience? You 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 didn't say you pulled off Luke Sinclair. You said you pulled off a Luke Sinclair. Hey, I'll take whatever I can get this time <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> So, David, how's your week been, mate? It's been pretty, pretty... It's not been the best of weeks, I've got to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay, talk us through you it. You know, um, the beginning of the week was extremely busy. Midweek, I, I just got a, a, some sort of inner ear infection that meant I couldn't stand up straight. Um, yeah, but I'm back in action. Look at me. Cool. Looking good. fresh, face fine, and Danny, what's good, the market Good, good like episode on Friday. I like. I love your lunchtime, Friday lunchtime learnings. I thought it was a great idea, and I thought it was a phenomenal idea to get a Pete tonight exclusive. 
well, you know, I'm learning from the best. Everything I do is stolen from the best. No, well, it's plagiarism. <laughs> let, let's let, let, let's talk about that because um, you you had Peter Knight on um, your lunchtime learnings, the real lunchtime learnings, Stephen Brown, um, and uh, he alluded to the fact that he was on the verge of signing a big name EA Masters, and uh, bloody hell, he's only gone and done it. Seth Godin, what do we think? Phenomenal, really phenomenal. Really and good. anybody watching this, it's an absolute no-brainer. Um, go and get go and get tickets to that event. I mean, the, the lineup, the lineup that was exclusively revealed by David Mintz on Friday was exceptional. Well, so phenomenal. It is, it is it is money well spent. It's a great lineup, and Seth Godin is probably. He's number two only to Neil Giller in terms of world-class speakers and motivation. He's he's awesome. Get away with you. Go on. So, okay. you, you know you're only going to be getting a call, um, Neil, from Peter Knight. He's one, spe <laughs> he's, one, he's one speaker short. And David Mintz has now just recommended you and put you up there. God help him. Seriously. I, Am I, I want 10% of that, Neil. 10% of fuck all, you're welcome to it. Absolutely. <laughs> morning, morning, Tim. We've just got um, a guy who's just come on um, and he sent over a couple of questions which are agency related. So I'm going to pass these over to Neil Giller because I think he's going to be able to answer these <laughs> questions perfectly. So, Neil. Yeah. Um, right, we've seen some roller coaster uh, action in the, in the last eight weeks. From shortage of stock to oversupply, meaning deals have gone from one every eight viewings to one every 42 viewings, as buyers now want to view everything that moves. Any suggestions as to what to do, please? Don't pick up the phone. Thank you. So, do you know what? Um, I, I'm going to give you something here. I work with an organisation, I consult with an organisation, accept members in straight away. And then what they do is, they actually get a hose and they, they pour water all over their members and they kill them. Right? When in fact what they should be doing is drip, drip, dripping. Right? As far as I'm concerned, you should look at the people. Are they messers? I mean, how many quotes have we all thrown out? I worked in a business where I once threw out 42 quotes, I know these figures, to one client. They were using me as a quote house. So at the end of it, on the 43rd time, I turned around and went, right, okay, are we, are we really going to do business here? Are we really going to do business here? Or, or are you just using me? Right? And I don't know what, what the deal is in your, in, in, in your business. How can you do 43 viewings? I mean, for, for one person. How is that possible, guys? It's not. For me, it's, it's all about pre-qualification pre and... Um, Actually, his name has just popped up, Morning Assad. So <clears throat> I'm heading down to Finsbury Park tomorrow to be, meet Assad off the train. I'm going to go and spend a day with his uh, location, location brand in Stoke Newington because it's a, a phenomenal business. And one of the things that they do um, is pre-qualification with applicants. So um, if you, uh, Tim, my advice would be if you're getting that stacked, with um, clients and, you, and, and you're struggling to separate the wheat from the chaff, it's all going to boil down to pre-qualification. 
are they sending uh, you know are you sending out um uh, purchase application forms are you um asking viewers to prove proof of deposit aip um are, you know is that pre-qualification process in place kevin you got something to add to that yeah no i it's i think what's happened we talked to a lot of our members um, across the country. In fact, we had one in here on Friday. And they've made a really conscious decision that, obviously, when we were coming through lockdown, obviously, the virtual viewing that was going on, they said, we are not going to go back to our old way of doing things. And they've been, they said it's been really hard. So they've had some people that have been really nasty. But actually, what they've done is come back from getting that and being really good. If you want to do a property through us, You've got to do this first stage before you're actually going to get to the next bit. Pre-qualification. Transform their agency in the last two months, particularly as everything's gone really, really busy. Um, they're just in a different place, and we hear that so often. Yeah, I think I think it's about adapting to the new normal, isn't it? I think you've got two two forms of pre-qualification. Are you um, are, are you sending out the Matterport or or three sixty video tour? Um, are you then um you know are, are you are you simultaneously then pre-qualifying the applicant in terms of ability to buy um there are it, also all... some great there's some great outbound um services so if you if you're busy sort of dealing with inquiries and dealing with viewings and you want to leverage a bit of prop tech um or just basic services even Moneypenny do a really good service where they'll go through your leads and um, and try and separate the wheat from the chaff if you've not got the time to do it yourself. So if you've got an office that's not up to speed in terms of members of staff, there's a ton of services out there you can use just to to limp you through to the next round, if you like. Andrew, can I, sorry, I can't remember who the question came from, but if there's 43, you want to go and see 43 different options, you're clouding them. You know, you should know what your client wants, shouldn't you? It's not 43 different options. So you should be able to have the cojones enough to say, no, 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 you don't want to go and see 43. These are the four or five that I've chosen for you under the impression that we've sat, we've had the conversation, we know what schools you want to go to, we know what, how many rooms you want, we know what area you want to be in. Is it just me that, that, that's thinking that? So you should no. be able to turn around to that client and go, no, we're not going to see 43. These are the ones that we're going to see because they're suited for you. Stephen, jump in. Okay, so I'm going to come back to another, another, another. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for joining us. Um, I just want to jump in on the other point of um, Tim's message about lack of, lack of supply. Um, for me, you know, there's never lack of supply. It's always asking the right, the right questions. Um, so. I did a training session this week and I had, I think, seven people round and four of them were homeowners. Um, none, of the, none of them were in their dream home and all four of them would have sold if they got the right price. So again, how disruptive are you being and having those conversations with everybody in your database? You know, people have realized through lockdown that actually their properties are either too small, too big, they hate their husband, they hate the kids, they don't have a garden, they want to get divorced, whatever it is. Um, sadly, sadly, people have passed away as well. 
Um, so there's going to be, there are opportunities, but you need to ask better questions um, and just work on who your buyers are. So coming back, you know, find out who's hot, who needs to move before the stamp duty holiday, okay? And then focus on where they're looking to buy. You know, go through your customer base, go and do a Facebook video at the place that they want, and be disruptive, be proactive. So many opportunities. Absolutely. I'm going to just unmute Sharon's mic because we were getting a bit of feedback from your computer, Sharon. But welcome, Sharon. <laughs> Hello. I've kidnapped people before. Africans. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Oh, look, my dog wants to say hello now. Hello, Willow. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the best one was an African who insisted he wouldn't come and view this house. And because you do ask the right questions, you know it's the right house. So he came into the office and I said, my car's parked outside the front, on double yellow lines, of course. Uh, you're getting in the car. And he's like, mm, I'm not sure. I don't want to see it. And I'm like, you're going to buy this house. Come on. Grabbed him by the arm, stuck him in the car. He bought the house. Five years on, he's still there. And he still tells all his friends about me kidnapping. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> anyone out there? <laughs> So for our regular viewers, the uh, EA podcast is not um, uh, endorsed, <laughs> unlawful kidnapping. So Sharon, um, you, you've popped up on our feed uh, many, many times um, and you, you, you're kind enough to give us your ear most Sunday mornings. Um, so where are you based? What do you do? Um, please introduce yourself to the EA podcast audience. Oh dear. Okay, so I'm in Wisbeach and Holbeach in Cambridgeshire, Lincolnshire. Um, and I'm I'm kind of rebuilding. I'm in a I'm a butterfly right now. Well, I think I'm more of a caterpillar, to be honest with you. So I'm I'm rebuilding. I had really, really, really good business, really good rental business, was the largest rental agent in the area, um, managed in excess of a thousand units. Other half died. I lost the plot. He killed himself. I lost the plot. Uh, buried myself away from the world and I'm now rebuilding. And actually, Corona, whilst it fucked everybody else up, it actually brought me enthusiasm back for the industry again. So right. I've worked my ass off and we've, we've really moved forwards. It's been a challenge. What a moving story. Well, it's, it's not been great. Because <laughs> um, no. Neil, Neil killed himself. Um, I decided to sell both of the rental businesses and just just hide really and I nearly destroyed everything to be honest with you so now I only do sales it's really hard because I'm okay on on the outside I'm very arrogant and I'm kind of bullshit I'm actually not really but around my area everybody knew me as being like the rental queen everybody needed me and then obviously I lost the plot and then I sold the two rental businesses so now I'm just little Sharon with this poxy little estate agents that nobody really knows so no 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 yeah, but I have to get over my my pride of that I okay. mean it's weird but you know I'm I'm really quite chuffed with how I've progressed 
Sharon, you're in great company here. So there's two things I'd or three there's three things I'd say to you. Number one, I had a nervous breakdown ten years ago. I was in the worst place in the world, and my life is so much better now. Number two, Neil Giller is one of the most um, positive influencers and advocates of mental health um, that, that the industry can consult to. And number three, Stephen does Agents Together, which is all about the well-being and the mental well-being of agents. So if you haven't connected with him, do so privately after the show. That story is an amazing story. The resilience, the pride, um, the passion that, that's been reinvigorated. And look, I, I'm like you, COVID, I'm grateful for COVID. COVID made me realize that I was in a place that I didn't want to be and that was an environment that was not confined. Be careful what I say before I don't want to rap. It was an environment that wasn't conducive with my personal growth and development. And I'm now, you know, my next venture is 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 taking off at a rapid pace. It can't come soon enough. I'm, you know, I'm free from the 1st of October. I just can't wait for that day. Um, and I know great things are gonna come your way. And you know what you say about, you know, you're quite arrogant and brash and not like on the outside? Well, get this. Hello, hello <laughs> most of us. Yeah, most of us put up that brick wall persona about how we're indestructible but inside. We, we crumble too. So you're in good company. And I'm really proud of you. Me too. Me too, me too, me too, me too. Me three, thank me you, Thank you, thank you for sharing that. Damn right. You're a really bloody good estate agent, a bloody good business person, but, you know, I've got to, Sharon, I've got to reinvigorate that a bit. Sharon, <laughs> Sharon, Sharon can, I, can I just say something to you, please? If, yes. if you don't mind. I've never met you before. Well, I've met all these other freaks, right? But I've never met them before. For you to come on and say what you said in about two minutes is one of the strongest things I think I've ever seen in a human being. Right? You might be arrogant, yeah? You might be this, you might be that. But whatever, there's a heart in there, and you just showed what your heart is. Now, remind me where you're based, please. Cambridgeshire. Sort of Cambridgeshire, Norfolk, Lincolnshire borders. Right, okay, do me a favour, get my details off of Stephen or Andrew, I've got an offer for you, um, after what I heard from you this morning. Oh, I have a serious offer for you, so we need to talk to you. I love angels like you, you carry on showing me. Oh, I don't yeah. twinkle very much, but I now. I didn't. I was like the, 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 the dark crusader, I think. Can I, can I just say something here, guys? You know what, we, we all have egos, right? But sometimes, one of the worst things... And my business is giving recognition to people. And when you give recognition to people, they hate it. They scour away from it. Right? So, Sharon, what I just said, you're an amazing human being for saying what you just said. You have a choice now, okay? And this is what it said to me. You can take the recognition that I've given you. If you can't handle it and you don't want it, go and give it to someone that will. I'm really good at giving it to everybody else. I'm just and not really good Yes. Because that's what we do. You're a legend. You're, you woke up this morning. After that story, there's some people that wouldn't have woken up. Well done. Congratulations. And by the way, you're not that did he spell his name N-E-I-L? Yes. A beautiful Neil, and he's still with you. I don't know. Sometimes I'll fucking OPN. <laughs> <laughs> so Sharon, you're you're not too far from me. So, so, uh, so you're you're, you're not in too far from me. You're yeah. in Texas, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. 
So tell me, because obviously I, I keep my ear to the ground what's happening locally in the area. Jumbo Cummings, or David and his wife, Cathy. Oh, Cathy, isn't he? Yeah. Jumbo and Cathy, they were heart through and through. Mm. Um, I don't know the backstory, and um, uh, and I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't surmise on here, but they've been there for well, at least twenty odd years because they were there back in the nineties when I was there. Yeah, I started. I I dropped out of uni because um, dad went blind and mum had a brain tumor, so I had to leave uni and play carer when I was obviously somewhat younger. And um, so. My first full-time job was at Spicer McCall in Wisbeach with David Cummins, just when they very first opened. So really? their Beach office is, is amazing. So I would so, say I was part of the foundations. So when, when were you there? That would have been 1994. You were around, no, weren't no, you? No, no, I, I was. It was because yeah. it was, it was Woolwich, uh, Woolwich Property Services that had then gone rebranded into Spicer Hearts. Oh yeah, Spicer McCall. Yeah, yeah. Spicer yeah. McCall, and then yeah, Spicer Heart Group. So um, who was your regional? Uh, was it John Palmer? John Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a phenomenal business now in Ipswich. Palmer and Palmer. Yeah. 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 David and Kathy yeah. are doing quite well, but it's really easy when you first start because you you jack in your job with your corporate and everybody knows you because of the brand above your name it's maintaining that i mean i just celebrated 19 years in business um to when you first leave you know you're leaving don't you so they would have been planning that they've got all those little applicants those houses those clients they've banked that let's see if they're still there in 19 years yeah. Do you know there's one thing do you know there's there's one thing I'd say there, Sharon? I haven't left with any of that. I no, didn't but want it. I know David and Kathy have. I, 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 I know Jumbo and I know it's likely. <laughs> but no, for me, and I think that's a really interesting point. I didn't leave with a desk list. I don't have um, all, all I've got is my reputation and the people that have dealt with me previously and a you know and a massive following on social which I will exploit. But when I did my new thing, I wanted to do it, but I wanted to do it from a place of integrity and morality. Um, I wanted to do it from a place of sincerity because I'm a great believer that if people used my previous current employers because it's them that they wanted to use, then they will continue to use them. Um, but if it's if it's in fact me, then they will come to me now. Um, so that that was that was my you know I know it's a big problem in the industry, but the, it was a big thing. And you know the the, the the guys that I'm now working with, you know, with the new venture that we're bringing up, the first thing I, I discussed with them um, was, was putting them on the spot as well, and just saying, look, you know, obviously I've got a huge data data bank, um, and without me even finishing the sentence, the um, the, the CEO said, no, I'm not interested. So it was really nice for me to see that we were both aligned in terms of our values and our culture. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do it. They're doing they, quite well. They're doing it under ho hockeys or something. Which is like, that's Jeremy Trot, isn't it? That and Jez is ex, yeah, he's ex spices as well, isn't he? Yeah. Andrew, Andrew it's, it's, you, you used the word reputation. Yes. Um, and there's a massive difference here. And, and, and I just, let, let, let me ask a few questions, right? Um, Stephen Brown, 
what's your what's your reputation like? I will ask David Mintz that question. Thank you very much. Kevin He's Ellis. the nicest man in the industry. He's Thank probably actually much. the nicest man I know. Thank you. Kevin Ellis. Thank you, David Mintz. Kevin, what, yeah. what's, your, what's your reputation? Ask Stephen and Andrew. Boys? Phenomenal. Uh, um, <laughs> what he doesn't know about London New Home, but take it aside from the business, um, Kevin reached out to me four or five times when I was on furlough and realised I wasn't working, offering me the opportunity to uh, do bits on the side and just basically checking in on me. I think the guy is um, an absolutely phenomenal friend. We met on Twitter about six, seven years ago, like most of us guys did. Um, what can I say about Kevin? His, his audio matches his video, his visual. He's um, very sincere. Check this out, right? It's very unusual that any of you will ever know what your reputation is. It's very unusual. Wait a second, wait a second. What's my reputation? We're not talking yeah. about it now. We haven't got time. <laughs> you never let me down, Nelly. Never. Mince. Your Your Whaley's bitch. Do you know what? You, you are the only person that can walk in a room in fact, I think you could walk into a wake and make people laugh. <laughs> you are the only—you are the only person that can, uh, with with one line, one sentence, one just piece of sartorial comical genius, turn no. an absolutely frustrating or fucked up situation into one of laughter. Uh, I can listen to this all day. Okay. You know what? You know what? I was expecting you to say you're all heart, David. You're all heart. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I just want to finish it off, right? And people often confuse you guys are wicked. At the same time next week, um, <laughs> we have to be very careful that we don't confuse our character and our reputation. Now, your re your reputation is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And you know what? All, all laughs aside and everything, you know what? I've got, I've got many, I've got many mentors. But Stephen Brown is one of my mentors. And every single time I speak to him, or we speak to each other, or whatever it is, at the end of it, I always say thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. The first questions that I ask him, these are the first questions. How, how are you? How's Sam? How's your kids? How's your mum? And how's your aunt? Is that building my reputation as being a nice person? I hope so. That's my character. Your reputation is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Some of you are fortunate enough that you've heard about it. No one said what my reputation is, but don't worry about it. I can ruin my own reputation in seconds. I don't need anyone else to do it for me. But your reputation is good. You're followed. People know who you are. You turn up. And you know what? You're talking about the community stuff, Stephen Brown, right? It's something as small as that. They see you in the community. They see you doing stuff. You know, we have a word in our religion, and I just want to, I, I want to forward it. I'm Jewish by faith, guys. And there's a word called ment. I would never have. Yeah, I know, right? That knows. <laughs> never again. The other lot, the, this other lot, I just saved it up to be Jewish, David. Don't worry about that, right? <laughs> right? But, but, but it's it's a word called mensch and you can't give it you can't andrew i've given you this one before haven't i you can't yeah. bestow it upon yourself 
And the word Mitch is someone that goes out of their way to be a good person for no other reason than that's what they're put on the earth to do. So you can do it as a man or a few. If you've got people thinking you're a mensch, and Andrew, they will come back to you because they love you. They like you. They know what you do. You give them what they need with a, with a, with a modicum of, of support and laughter. Right? And you're talking Absolutely. About, you're talking about Minty. That boy, he just has to look at you and you laugh. You know, it's like Tom Cooper, that one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. So, look, this all boils back down and, we, you know, we, we've almost come full circle. I think, Stephen, you, you, you opened up one of your mastermind sessions with this. People will forget what you said. They'll forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. So we started talking right at the very beginning of this about a book that Assad had recommended to me and then myself on to other people called The Four Agreements. So let's just recap those four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Don't take anything personally. Nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is the projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you're immune to the opinions and action of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. Don't make assumptions. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others. Communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstanding, sadness, and drama. With this just one agreement, you can completely transform your life. And always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you're healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse and regret. That was one of the most powerful books I read this year in my darkest early days on furlough when we felt left out and not communicated to. And it's a book, a practical guide to personal freedom called uh, The Four Agreements, a Toltec wisdom book by Don Miguel Ruiz. I would strongly recommend anybody take that out. It's a, it's a, a day long read. That's all. Um, but a fantastic, fantastic book. So goodbye, Kevin Ellis. Thank you for joining us today. I know you've got a shoot. Um, what can we add? It's been a bit of an emotional one today. I'm absolutely touched by your journey, Sharon, and we're not that far away. And I do have a a, a, a good local reputation and a big following um so listen let's touch base let's grab a coffee um <clears throat> let let's uh, let's work on that journey together um you're rebuilding your business i'm rebuilding my life and uh, starting on a new business so we... part of it too <laughs> i fucked that up as well <laughs> I am part of <laughs> sharon you tell me you, you show me one agent that isn't somewhere along the lines a mental fuck up, a substance abuse fuck up, or a head fuck up, and I'll That's tell you there aren't many. Don't forget psychopaths. Andrew. Yes, mate. Andrew, I've just scored a perfect hat trick after that. Fantastic. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I just ask with um with David's comment about the nose? Can I be an honorary? <laughs> Keep saving up, Baro. Keep saving up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. We, we, uh, jokes aside, I know a rabbi that can give you a cut price. It hurt. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> but we can get it sorted. <laughs> so it wouldn't it wouldn't be right and proper to end an estate agent's podcast without a rival dropping with no notice at all 
his comical view on the week or the week ahead. David Mintz, wrap up the show, wrap up the Estate Agents podcast for us this week in a truly kerfuffle style. Well, Sharon Carter is the podcast guest that everybody needs and wants. I mean, phenomenal. I didn't even know who she was um, two or three months Sharon, ago. Sharon, will you come on my lunchtime learnings before David Mintz gets you on his? We're going to have an auction now. <laughs> oh, I've never been pimped out before. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Sharon started commenting on our on our podcast on, on one or two things. So, um, and I instantly knew that she had the sort of sense of humour um, that we we're all going to get along and it was all going to be okay. Um, but I think we've we've identified that this industry, for whatever reason, and and maybe life in general, and we just think it's our industry because that's what we do on a day to day. But we've all got closets full of issues and skeletons and things that we need to deal with um except, some of us except like, whaley which is spandex and butt plugs you know what i wish sometimes i look at whaley and i watch that video of him dancing on tiktok and i think <laughs> it just, it, it's not that it's not that he's he hasn't got any troubles. He just doesn't know, does he? He just he's on another level. He's in he's another oblivious. world of his own. You know what? I love Whaley, and I didn't get Whaley start to start off with. But I'll tell you what I love about him. He don't stand to attention. He is oh, what yeah. he is. Yeah. Simple. If you don't like it, crap off. And do you yeah. know what? When when you actually speak when you actually speak to the guy and his uh, body content isn't 80% by volume amaretto he is one of the most <laughs> he is one of the most highly intelligent individuals it comes across that, that he he is incredibly incredibly intelligent that's why we get along so well <laughs> we're both we're both modest and we're both very highly intelligent yeah anyway that'll be it well listen um Sharon, uh, we'll reach out and get you Stephen's number because I think that's definitely a story that we need to get on the lunchtime learnings. Um, we will get you connected with Neil Giller's number as well because he had an offer for you. Um, and, faces, um, and, um, no, no, I mean, you give him my number as well. I promise I won't use it for bad purposes. <laughs> no point, Sharon, Sharon, keep the dick pics and we'll show them on here next week. <laughs> Have a great okay. week, everybody. Have a great Thank week. You. All the best. Take care. Bye. Thanks Bye. for joining us.